it was always normal in our family to play and fix broken things. So I have connected medicine and electronics in my life. And biohacking was just a small step ahead, and I like it. We fit the fittest minds with the chip inside I can link and digitize that which prior to this was higher than science could ever devise This is a neural interface We're gonna stick it in your face Still it in your brain and interlace There's an arms war on and we're gonna win the race Leave everything a race, bring the base Welcome to Dangerous Minds where we delve into the minds of biohackers, grinders and take a closer look at the tech being implanted and developed by this community. Joining us on the program tonight, Cooper, a sysadmin who lives open source solutions and Cursor, a software dev with a master specializing in RF technology. Up first, we'd like to thank our sponsors Dangerous Things who delivers custom gadgetry for the discerning hacker and biohacker. So check them out at DangerousThings.com. If you or your organization is interested in sponsoring the efforts of the Dangerous Minds podcast, please feel free to reach out to us at dangerousminds.io or email us at info at dangerousminds.io and we'll be glad to talk to you about it. This week on Dangerous Minds Podcast, we have Alexander Volchek. Thank you for joining us today. Good evening, everybody. Nice to see you all in real life. Thank you. Could you start by introducing yourself and telling us what biohacking, grinding, and transhumanism means to you and your own grind, as it were? My name is Alexander Volchuk, I'm from Novosibirsk in Russia. Siberia is more precisely. I'm working in Novosibirsk City Perennial Center, my chief of obstetrics department. So what first brought you into the world of biohacking? My electronics and programming is a hobby from my childhood. My father is an aerospace engineer, and it was always normal in our family to play and fix broken things. So I have connected medicine and electronics in my life. And the biohacking was just a small step ahead, and I like it. I'm not agreed with all transhumanism ideas, but their main task in never-ending life is very cool. So I know you're quite deeply involved in the implantable RFID stage biohacking. Uh, what sort of got you first involved with that? First, I have seen a biochip in 2012 when I, my cat was chipped and got an ICAR number. I was always impressed with the RFID, so kind of magic to do something complex without a touch. So you're coming from us all the way from Russia. Uh, I was wondering if you could tell us about the biohacking scene over there and whether it's as adopted it is over in the US. First, cyborgs in Russia appeared two years ago. And thanks to dangerous things and all, there was a few people, the real geeks, that was implanted, they wrote some text for the internet and so on. Some of them, like Kuchislav Zaitsefa, started to make an implantable bank cards and transport cards, but they were on lonely roads. Now, I know at the moment uh, there's a lot of controversy around different things related to local governments, especially in the US. Does the same thing happen over in Russia? We had a hot meeting in February in Moscow, a lot of group activities in Novosibirsk, our evangelist Evgeny Cherezhnev will take a part in TEDx Novosibirsk as a main speaker in April. We are not interested for local government as far as we are not requesting them to go fucking out, so we have no such a problem. We've previously interviewed Dr. Patrick Kramer, who runs DigiWell, and we just sort of discussed the problems with importing things from dangerous things into Europe. What sort of issues do you find in importing those sort of things in Russia? Yes, the import is one of great problems. 
when ordering from dangerous things, a single kit that passes the customs in a minute. When five or six, you'll pay at least 60 bucks fees. We are ordering implants and equipment from China and custom implants and blank antennas and bioglass tubes and so on. And I can say just one thing. My lot looks like a no problem. If it looks like something medical, you got a problem, a lot of papers, a lot of money, so injectors is a problem. We have not made in Russia. We are also far along from production sites, from Shenzhen, from Guangzhou. It takes a month to get order devices from China, but that's nothing when you're doing it with U.S. companies. As you've just said there, naturally, the distance is a massive thing. How far along does that push the progress of, of what you're doing back? The usual story is you're writing through an HQ, say Texas Instruments, and asking for a sample. They pushed you to European representatives, then to the Russian representatives in Moscow. Moscow, you should know, 3,000 miles away from my home. To get a patented case, you'll need four or six weeks. It depends on postal service, their international document workflow, and nothing more. And one more thing, um, we can read more than discuss. You know, it's about today's linking problems, but uh, the, this is more complex thing. Uh, an example, uh, Doug, you live in Austin. It's not just the capital of Texas, but it's a city where Shilom Berger develops Javacard specifications. You have a chance to drink a beer with the people I'm not, completely not. Another controversial issue that we're currently dealing with is the right to augment. Do you see any issues with that right and also the relation of that to free speech in augmentation within Russia? There is absolutely no problem with the right to aug. I think it's not interested to the government till it understands the profit like it was with the internet. <laughs> I'm Russian traditional orthodoxal and now it's Quietly unusual in biohackers' world, but I am. Once on a street, I asked my confessor about it. As for school, you can do anything. It's all between you and God. Everybody, Satanism is a superstition. But if it will be an obligation by government, you should fight to eliminate this. So I'm um, acting like this. So you've mentioned about the implantable RFIDs. Uh, what implants do you have, and have you ever had any removed? If so, why? Now having two XEM and one uh, X and T, and one old EM forty one zero two, and I'm planning planning to remove this. Uh, and that's my first implant, but it's read only and it's old. I was using it uh, as a ski pass, but the life is going on. What projects are you currently working on, and how are you going to incorporate those with your current implants? My future implants are my projects. One of them is the Universal Shield for FID bank cards. The one was implanted by Alexander Babrov three months ago. It's a square inch size and still testing. Second is implantable journal card. A huge amount of emails to Infidium is doing the work, so I'm looking for a future. So with all your projects, what's your main goal or the main thing you want to be remembered for? The main task is to release switching transportation applications. 
We have a good result in preliminary talk in Novosibirsk, Moscow, and St. Petersburg transportation authorities. A smart card login to a system on sites are interesting to so you're creating some pretty complex implants, uh, especially incorporating them with existing systems like the transport system. Um, how do you ensure the safety of your of your project? We are using bioglass and medical grade silicon, and I have crazy me and my crazy friends to experiment. Sometimes it's the mad people that come up with the best ideas. And thinking about ideas, do you think there's an implant that's missing that you'd like to see developed? Yes, there is one thing missing in the world. Um, there's one of my side projects is a blinking implant charging by phone and blinking at least 10 minutes I'll blast the markets. We should go to the next point, the glasses in the past. The animal ID was good to ID, but there are some new patterns of use, not just opening door, transportation, payments, smart card login, cryptographic operations like signing letters or encrypting. All this needs a Java card. We are waiting for Yuki, which is Vivaki now. And uh, as I say, we are working on our own implantable Java card. I know we're all waiting for the Vivaki to come out, um, and we'll definitely be interested to hear about what happens with your side of the Java card application as well. Um, how can we sort of keep involved and keep up to date with what you're doing? And now all the information is in a group, but it's Russian language speaking group. We are now building a site. It will be ready in April. There will be a shop and a research and design group messages. I will translate it in the English, I promise. And once you've developed them, are you going to be releasing them as like a package for people in the US or the UK or around the world? But the main problem is impossibility to get uh, new microchips due to the United States custom restrictions. That's normal for 40 years. Uh, you also need to sign a pack of papers that you will not use microchips in military, military targets or military applications. Now in our site, uh, cryptographic chips are slightly illegal in Russia. Uh, so when manufactured in Russia, the passwords, the transport passwords should be copied to the National Security Authority. So I can get 20 or 40 cryptographic chips in my pockets, but no more. So that's a problem. It's interesting to see sort of like a first-hand experience of the relationship between the US and Russia and how that affects things like importing different products. And it also sort of stands to show what the future of um, you know, even things like RFID uh, in terms of what you need as rights in different countries to be able to use that kind of product. Um, RFID haters is not so active in here. It's not a problem now, but maybe in future. We'll definitely keep in contact, and um, as soon as that site's ready to go, um, we'll make sure to share that on the DMP um, Facebook page and also on the website at dangerousminds.io. We'd like to thank you again for your time and we'll definitely look forward to seeing what you come up with in the next few months to years. If you want to learn more about the journey we take weekly, check out dangerousminds.io. All of us want to thank you, our listeners, for joining us as we explore further the tech and the people behind it within this fastly growing community of biohacking, grinding, implantable technology today. Please feel free to reach out to us with questions, comments, 
You're welcome to find us either at our homepage, DangerousMinds.io, Twitter, or Facebook. And perhaps we might one day talk to you about the work and the projects you're exploring and developing. Until next week, seek the spark. Scientific progression is steamrolling, there's no preventing it going ahead. Now we're intrinsically linked with technology, biology as we know it is dead. 